basically does what a you know what school you have got accepted to and what you and what you would do to get back to the community after you would make it. So it's all about just basically you know feeding back to the people that's going to be you know the youth that was here. So like I said, I'm 40 years old. I've been living in Omaha my whole life. My mom still lives in the same house I grew up in on the 42nd and Evans. So I ain't like I've lived, you know what I'm saying? My house right now is on 32nd and Pinkney. You know, so, I mean, you know, I'm sure that's the church on 32nd and Pinkney. So I'm right here. I ain't running. You know, you want to live on West, that's fine. I say you don't. But I mean, a lot of things happen in North Omaha and I just love it. And I've heard about Reggie RP. I got some, I got some family in here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Struggling, trying to sell drugs and 
hustling and doing all types of things where it's another way out always. Definitely. Um, you got a sermon test going on that I went through yeah. basically most of my life. And I live in Rutherford Hills, Rutherford Park. There's both ways doing every time the road, and there's always something that I think during the time we, we always like, damn, we gotta go to the summer camp. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to wake up at nine in the morning, but when you look right. back on it, it, it kept us away from so much. Yeah. And we had somewhere to go during the summer. A lot of kids don't have that, and I think that's what's missing. More like we need more programs. We need more programs that are geared to the kids that are being left out. There's a lot of kids being left out. Yes, there's a lot of programs, but I think there's a lot of kids that still not being touched. And I think wrestling for me was my way to just get away from a bunch of stuff that I didn't need to be involved with. And it was, it was, it was a, I remember that one time, I think it was one time I quit, and I, I remember seeing you, and it was like, if anybody know Roger, Roger will tell you the truth. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, basically, you tripping. So then that, that next fall, I went back to wrestling, and I was, and I just stuck to it since then. And it was probably the best choice I made in my life because everybody that was quitting around that time ended up in jail and yeah. going through a bunch of stuff. So I just always look back on it like, if I could give back because Roger gave back to us and all the other coaches that was around at the time gave back to us and they don't get the accolades or anything. And that's why I give back. So Malcolm, um, one of the things I love about what you're doing with, particularly with the case in North Omaha, is really showcasing a lot of businesses within North Omaha that don't necessarily get the business like they're supposed to. We don't patronize our businesses enough to maybe make them, you know, build capacity and be able to grow. What put it in your heart uh, to be able to really take that challenge on? And um, if you give your uh, your contact information and how people can actually get involved with it. Well, honestly, like, I've always been the person I used to tell people I got, like, job ADHD. Like, I go work for a company, and I, like, I, I did a lot of sales, and then I'm like, man, I made this company this amount of money, and they paid me this. Yeah. So, you know, you do a, you know, I'm working at a job, and they had, a, like, a million dollar club. So if you sold a million dollars worth of product, you got your name on this list. But then you look at your eating salary, it's like, dang. <laughs> so I sold a million dollars worth of stuff, and they gave me $50,000 for the year. Don't balance out for me. So the entrepreneur in me always said, I have to do something else. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've always been around people that always would like push me to do this. And like, I've, I've done stand up comedy, you know, comedy and all that, but I just didn't want to chase. To me, I felt like that's more of a, I gotta chase it, chase it, you know what I'm saying, something more foundational. So when it came down to food, it just go back, because I remember, and I'm gonna tell the story, in ninth grade, I wanted to go to culinary arts school. I said I was gonna be a chef, I was gonna do that. And then the girl was like, oh, you gonna be a chef? And then that scared me, so I was like, oh, no, I'm gonna do something else. And I, did. <laughs> and I hate it to this day, because a private chef for uh, a celebrity can be making $1,500 a week. And, you know, just because they know their dietary needs, they know what they want, you know, and everything like that. So my main focus was when it, it came to me, I have so many family members that cook. My mom had all boys.
boys, so we had to learn how to cook and keep them Arkansas. So, and my dad is from Mississippi, so all my family members knew how to cook, and we were mostly boys, so we cooked. But then it got to a point where we had some family barbecues, and then like other people were like, hey man, I got some stuff you want, you know, and it was like, I seen the- well, I cook for Yeah, you know, they wanted you to cook for them. So then my cousin, she catered, you know, and then I seen my mom just, you know, she would make stuff for other people for their family reunions or different stuff, and it was just like, man, people are making money out of their homes that could really be businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, supplementing their income by, hey, can you come over here and make me four, you know, cheesecakes or, and then smoke these ribs for me and do this, and then it was this. So then I started realizing, I started noticing on Facebook more and more, hey, I'm selling dinners this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm selling this this weekend. So I said, but dang. So then it started off first as, well, I want to do a cooking competition because I want to see who got the best home food. Who got the best ribs in the city? Who got the best fish in the city? Who got this? And then, you know, we hit a roadblock last year, but that was, you know, listening to other people. So we had to reschedule last year and move it to August, but we still had it. And then this year I said, well, you can't hit me twice. You know, I've seen the punch last time, so I'm not going to, you know, I didn't see it last time, but I see it this time. So we just made it right, and I reached out to all the local businesses, everybody that I see that's really out here trying to promote because it's one thing to say, oh, I'm cooking just so I need some extra money to pay the rent this week, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's another thing to say, I'm constantly out here every, you know, week, every day, letting you know I'm putting, you know, food out here for you to eat, or I got these products for you to sell, so I wanted to bring something. Because the price that you got to pay to be in the taste of Omaha, everybody ain't got $500 just to give it Just to give one of food? Yeah, just one of you know, and I could tell some more of their secrets because I do know them. That's so, Nettie, that just happened this past week. No, weekend. I know that one, but the one you hosting, it ain't really no charge, is it? It ain't no charge to get in, but I charge them for their table, but it ain't even oh, that's half of what they, it ain't half of what they told them all serve. And it, you know, you got to pay them on the back end too. So it's a more, there's a lot of it in there, but I wanted an avenue for you can put your business out there to the masses and make money and like, you know, gain clientele. Because every day on Facebook you see, man, how can I put my kid in a basketball game? Yeah. Wrestling. They might hear about Ready RP, but they don't know how to get to it. You know, there's something they might ask about it. They'll put it on Facebook. Same way with food. Like, man, I want to know, you know, how can I get a turkey leg or who do this or who sell this? So, <laughs> oh, my mama got the best <laughs> Come on down there. Hit me down there. Hit me down there. Hit me down there on June 15th. So, I just said. You said June 15th? June 15th. Oh, I'll be there. That's when the parade, ain't it? Right after the parade. Oh, June 15th at Hope's Gate, 2220 North 20th Street. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, it's down there. It's going to start right after the, uh, the parade. I'll be actually in the parade handing out flyers, reminding people to come on down. But it's right down there on that day. There's no, you don't have to pay to get in. Just pay for your food when you go. You ain't got to do the, all the little ticket stuff like you got to do down there. You know, uh, take home on. You go to that table, pay that cash, cash, what you want to pay to eat, sample what you want to sample, look at the products you have down there. Then we also partner with a nonprofit. It's called the Rose House, and she helps single mothers that oh, struggle. So they'll be down there raising money too, because she's a nonprofit that's really. She's helping single mothers that need housing. And it ain't all about, 
man, bring me your W2 from last year because one thing we all know is everybody can hit a bad spot no matter how good you do it. So it's about she was diaper drive. She done done a lot of different stuff. So they'll be down there. And I mean, it's just about community to me because everything works all together. You know, when you're looking at, for me, I was just more or less like, I love North Omaha. I love Omaha, period, but I love this city. But it gets a bad rap because people want to say, oh, the fighting here or was this here, though. But you don't know. Yeah, the same thing everywhere. But it's gyms in a city like your your program that's going out here and kids are coming home with medals and proud and, you know, they winning trophies and first place and they changing them from bad kids that didn't have no focus to focus. Oh, yeah. You know, and and then nobody getting to to know about it because they only focusing on, oh, they was down there fighting last weekend. Uh, and see, one thing about Terrell, and we all, I always mention this at my parents' meeting or when in my banquet about supporting our black organization. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially the food places. I be telling them, why don't you go buy these McDonald's and Burger King and they ain't black owned? And we got all these soul food places around. Yeah. Hey, that's real. I can't eat that fast food no more. You know, I might go to Popeyes every once in a while or something. But my main thing, if I ain't cooking, I'm going to Jackson's. I'm going to Pop. I mean, going to Timeout. Going to all these other black organizations. These man, even out of Lucy. Yeah. You know, so I be always trying to and, and telling people that that's, that's the only way the black business can stay open. Yeah. You know what I mean? If nobody don't want to support them and help them out, would you rather go out and help this other person? That's stupidity to me. Yeah. And everything works together. And I'm trying to teach more or less like the business side of it to a lot of people that's coming from their house that's trying to move into the business side. Yeah. To be legit. See, once you start not being legit, you get used to not being legit, that's when they can mess with you. Yeah. But once you get legit, they can't mess with you. You got your permits, I can tell you how to get your permits, I can show you how to get all this. I'm doing all that with you. Yeah, that's You know, so it's more or less like my whole focus is the bigger, my event can be big, but it also can help you be big. Yeah. Because it ain't just about me. Because if I if I made it all about me, I would charge at the door, I would raise my roof rent up, I would do all that because I know it's a it's a need for it. But yeah. I'm trying to help the community because we got stuff going on where a lot of people lose focus. So this is a thing, you know, everybody ran down to take home home. I'm not mad about it. They ran down there and then it caused problems because they really it ain't meant for us. No, no. You know, and that's why one of my lady friends He's trying to get me to go down there. But when I'm getting focused for my summer camp, that's what I was really focused on. And I kept telling her I didn't want to be racist. But I just wasn't with going down there supporting her. You know what I mean? Because it ain't in my heart. You know what I mean? And it's something got to be in my heart for me to step out and move on it. And I mean, growing up here in North Omaha myself personally, I've seen a lot of businesses come and go, but I've seen some that stay strong and they stay strong because they've been consistent. We supported it yeah. and let it go. Now, don't get me wrong, we got to learn how to be customer service friendly. Oh, too. We got to yeah. be consistent with our product. You can't come in here and then I want to kick. Like, I, you know, the time I run out of chicken, it's a miracle. You know, I ain't never really been in there and they were like, we ain't got nothing. We ain't got no chicken. You know what I'm saying? So, but when you go, 
you know, with us, we tend to make black businesses a little bit harder. We harder on them than we are on if we went to KFC and they said, oh, the chicken is out. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, you'll still go to KFC in a week or so. But you'll say that black, oh, they out, then I ain't going back there. Yeah. So this is all to bring awareness and support, 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 because, like I said, everything about Omaha, we are harder to see. And that's, and that's what you just said is like the biggest thing. I mm -hmm. think some people forget that being black, there's always a big double standard. Mm -hmm. so no matter what you're doing in life, it's probably, you don't have to do that much more. You don't have to work extra hard to even get the support and to get what you want to get. And I think sometimes people think opening the business is enough. And it's never enough because of all the other stuff that comes with it. Because we fight a lot of, a lot of battles. It's the, it's the mental thing that the stereotypes of black businesses suck, this, this, and that. And we just gotta work extra hard. I know it, it might suck at times, but to get where we wanna be, we just don't have to do it. And I think sometimes our businesses don't really take that into account. They don't think about the double standards. You know, as you were talking, it resonated so much with what I talk about all the time. And stop being apologetic about it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people get kicked when we, we talk pro, actually pro-black. Mm -hmm. really, they, really they really get kicked and call you, uh, well, he's an activist. Uh, he's, he's racist. Hold up. Every other ethnic group understands what we're talking about. Yeah. But we have to watch our tone when we go out and we start talking about black businesses, supporting black businesses. That when you're coming out to me, you should have a black agenda where you fit into the black agenda. And how are you supposed to be able to, to uh, move that forward? And it, it's great to see that and you can step forth. It takes a lot of courage to step forth and be in this life. Because you're going to get criticized in so many different ways. Like, no, why are you going this way? Why are you going that way? But to be able to stay, stay strong in what you believe is. So what are, what are some of the organizations that you're working with uh, in terms of businesses? I think Big Mama is one of the people that you're actually collaborating with. I want to give her a big plug. I really support Big Mama and what she, what she does. Like I said, 
she gave me so much game on after the when it got rescheduled, she couldn't be there the first time. When it got rescheduled, it her. And that, that's why I said I know what number God because it got rescheduled. Then I had a meeting with her, and it made it better for me. So the first time around, it might have just you know I could have got overwhelmed and gave up, but she made it easier for me to go through. Like I said, we have the Rose House. I mean, we got everybody from we got Soul Food that's gonna be there, barbecue, uh, fish, chicken. Um, I got a friend of mine, he's gonna bring us two different chicken recipes, like uh, uh, Arkansas recipe and a North Carolina recipe chicken that's gonna be there. We doing turkey legs again, uh, the size of my arm. So, I mean, it's going to be, I got um, Philip Hodges, his phone booth going to be there taking pictures. Oh, so, okay. you can get free pictures and you can upload them right to your social media while you're there. You yeah. know, um, like I said, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm all about 100% supporting black businesses, but then I also understand you got to have a relationship with other businesses too. So, Metro Credit or Credit Union, I gotta give it up to them because they saw something in me after one year and said, we're gonna partner up with you. Mm. You know, most people will come and be like, because I'm not gonna lie, I had some black businesses I went to, and they were like, well, let me take a look at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so now that it's where it is, and they can drive down Ames and see that it's on the, on the banner, in front of the bank, now people are saying, oh man, let me, uh, what's that going on? Well, you know, sometimes you gotta learn how to get in on the ground floor oh, yeah. and then be there while it grows. Cause you know, last year, about a year and a half ago, I watched the movie about how McDonald's became McDonald's. If you ain't never watched it, it's called Founders on Netflix, watch it. It'll teach you a lot about business and understanding. Sometimes you gotta get in on the ground floor and give somebody vision on their business to be able to grow. But all the businesses that's there, like I said, we got over 30 vineyards. We got the, um, they're off the 90th. They do the, the black owned hair supply company. I can't think of that name right now. Stacy, uh, they'll be there. Uh, we got kids booths that the, my cousin, her, her daughter is getting into like fashion and different stuff. So she'll have a booth there, a table. We got all different, like I said, this is a, it's a mixture of everything. So it'd be giveaways, all this different stuff down there. If you want to, the flyer is on my Facebook, Malcolm Tiller. Um, you can look up the event, it's Taste, the Taste of North Omaha. You know, so the event is out there. A Facebook page will be up here probably in a week or so. It's a website, you can go to tasteofnorthomaha.com. It's right there, you can pull up and see all the information on that, even about the scholarship that we've given away. So it's just, to me, it's just, I'm humbled myself because a lot of people call me my brother lived in Memphis, and he said one of his friends came to him and was like, hey, your brother's got a nice event going on. And I was like blown that it's in other cities. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all the way around because everywhere you go, it's a taste of Chicago. And a lot of people don't even know they do the taste of Levista here in Omaha. Yep. Yeah. So why can't North Omaha have their own thing? We got everything else, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's like, let's do it. And then Juneteenth is very important. We need to learn what Juneteenth is to us as a people. Yeah. So I know Omaha Days is here because everybody tried to make me switch it to Omaha Days. I was like, no, nah, I want it on Juneteenth. Yeah. So I, I partnered with you know, the NAACP so they can make sure that everybody's understanding what Juneteenth is about. 
So it's, a, it's all kind of stuff that they're doing all month long. Look at the calendar. If you go to NAACP.com, you'll see the whole calendar, what they got going for Juneteenth for the month of June. It ain't just a parade and that's it. You know, they actually teach more about it. So we got to learn about our history and understand that we are the ones that's supplying, you know, doing a lot and the backbone of this community. So we put all our dollars together and keep them in together. We're going to go further than what they ever thought we could go. Yeah. Wow. We're about to start something. We're about to start something. Terrell talks about it all the time. Um, we talk about it all the time. Um, look, we can't wait on anybody to do for us. No. The cavalry's not coming. No. We are the cavalry. Yeah. And, and until we realize that, that we have the strength to be able to really liberate ourselves, and we really have the, the resources to be able to do exactly that. So we got to get past this, this willingness syndrome that we have. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'll raise my hand uh, up as well, you know, as well. I understand how this whole concept works, but sometimes I feed into it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, I gotta do better, um, but it's real. And, and until we realize uh, that we gotta, we gotta take care of ourselves, like every other ethnic group is doing, then we're supposed to be reckless. Yeah. So, so Roger, uh, what is your the contact information for people to be able to not only take part in it, but actually donate? My team uh, page is on Facebook too, Radio RT National Wrestling Team, and we practice up at North High School. Uh, Monday through Friday from 9 to 3.30 for them kids to be off the street, you know what I mean? And my main thing is keeping them busy. I, I figure the kid ain't busy, that's the devil's workshop, you know what I mean? So if you keeping them busy and got something positive going on with them in life and, and a role model or a mentor that's stressing positive things to them, that'd be great, you know? And we got like, I got to like my board members. I got a, some good board members, you know what I mean? Like my business attorney, Chris Curzon, he be behind doors, but he helped me out with a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Get my business started and all that stuff. Then I got a person named uh, Pat Grice. That's one of my best friends. Where he going through this, he going through cancer right now, but he always used to take Terrell and them. Remember, took y'all hunting and camping and all that good stuff too. So I got a lot of people that let my kids do something besides just wrestle and sports and all that stuff, stuff they ain't seen before. And one thing I stress to all my kids is about having faith, you know what I mean? So one thing before practice, every day I pray with my kids because a lot of them don't go to church, a lot of them don't know how to pray, you know what I mean? That's one thing I try to teach them put in them, because I tell them without God, you can't go nowhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And since you're putting plugs out there, I really want to give a big plug out to Theo Peters down at Blackburn, doing phenomenal work that you're going to hear about. Kwazine, UFL, UFL Football League, and uh, doing some phenomenal work. Over 500 folks be down there at, at, at the uh, at Middle Park really supporting this, this particular piece. So many people on the Midway Trail, but Senator Justin Wayne doing some phenomenal work. 95% of his folks that go through this program end up going to college. 95%. And yet, he has to struggle to be able to keep his doors open. We got so many organizations, grassroots, who are actually doing their work. Actually doing their work, and we need to be able to support those. So that's why I love what you're doing. It's not about you, 
it's about community and how can you educate them and, and, and really reach back and put them along with you. And that's what leadership is all about. Uh, most folks, uh, they get into that me and me zone. It's about me, you know what I'm saying? It's about, it's about the title, it's about the label. But look, it's much bigger than that, man. It's much, much bigger. We gotta start making sacrifices at the end of the day because we got folks coming behind us. And if, if we don't get this thing right, they gonna be off in worse condition than we were. And that's, man, when, when, when did that ever happen when a generation has become less, you know, um, supportive, less progressive than we are? I mean, the salaries right now, is just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So we gotta do better. And I'm loving what you're doing, so um, make sure you give this plug again. And then how can we support you? What is the cost? Uh, do you want to see some vendors? Is it too late? It's probably too late. That's two weeks. Yeah, it's too late to be a vendor. I usually start in January because I want people to realize you gotta have time. Last minute, we gotta get out of here last minute. As yeah, people out of there right there, we gotta be prepared. Because last minute, then you get taxed, and then you wonder why you're paying more than when you could have paid. Because I have an early registration fee, a regular registration fee, and then I have a late registration fee. So. And that ends in April because I don't want to be registering people all the way up to the end and then I'm reconfiguring things on my side because I don't have time for chaos. So basically, registration is over with to be a vendor, but if you want to support the event, come down June 15th. The doors are supposed to open up at 1 o'clock, but we're going to try to open them up as soon as the parade is over with. So people that's coming straight from the parade don't got to wait outside. Just come on in and just start to grab on. Get their grub on. So we'll be out there uh, with all, like I said, if you, I'm gonna be going on Facebook later on asking people what kind of food you're looking for, this, this, and that, because we we're trying to make sure we got a variety, you know, of food. A lot more people gonna try to get in next year because they waited, and I gotta be sticking to my guns because I want them to understand, hey, this is business. This ain't about you, my cousin. I know I can wait till the last minute, because no, because the city, the city of Omaha ain't waiting because they want some permits in there in oh, time. Yeah. So if you ain't got no permit, I can't sell you food. You know, the food can't get sold. So we got to make sure all that is done. But June 15th, if you come to the parade, just leave the parade, go straight to Oak <laughs> Go right down there. That's all you got to do. Just come right. to the parade and go straight to Oak So I got a question. Do you got to have a permit, like for the people that's selling here and all that? No. Uh, only food. Only food. Yeah. Only food because of course you consume food and if they charge you, if it was free food, you wouldn't have to have a permit. Oh, okay. But once you charge for the food, because somebody can get sick, they gotta be able to trace it back. Oh, okay. Who paid for it? But if you get free food, that's on your own risk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I understand <clears throat> So basically, like I said, I'm, I'm on Facebook. I probably talk about it daily. And if you driving out Ames, you should see it yourself. But like I said, we just want support. My church is behind me supporting them. We got a, uh, a community car wash this Saturday at Eagle's Nest, so it's a free car wash. So I'll be up there with my Taste of North Omaha shirt on and my handing out flyers all day long. Oh, that's a nice shirt. Yeah. So we got shirt giveaways. So I wanted, like I said, I want the community to come out. Uh, the news is supposed to be there again. They interviewed me last year. They, I didn't even let them take my picture for the paper last year because I didn't want it about me. Yeah, because you know people see you me on everything, they gonna think, oh, you making it like people didn't even know it was mine a bit. They just thought I was hosting because I host so many different events. Uh, they didn't know it was me. 
my own back some family members were like, I didn't know that was you. You know, and they was like trying to sign up. And I was like, well, we can get in there. Don't worry about it. But I got a good team. Like I said, my wife, she, she's, a, she's the first black Douglas County Sheriff in over 20 years. So she took the day off to come down there to make sure the sport, Douglas County was supposed to come, but it didn't work out. Huh? His wife's name is Chuck. Chuck, please. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I said Eagles, 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 um, she's a captain or a sergeant in a police She sells jewelry, so she'll be there. And like I said, Philip Hodges, he said that, you know. So, you know, we got, you know, an event. So, like I tell people, they was, you know, on Facebook, they were saying, oh, I hope this don't happen. What happened at Texas Omaha with them fighting don't happen. Yeah. We have a zero tolerance policy yet. So, we don't have no loitering in the parking lot. You can't just come down there and park, park and put, put your music up and just hang out. No, you gotta go. Gotta and you don't leave. Business, yeah, you don't leave. Because like I said, either one of my un- off-duty officers are gonna make you leave, or the ones that's on duty gonna make you leave. It ain't about that. It's about people coming and having a great time and not being scared. Because I don't want just, I'm looking for everybody to come. Because that's the opening day for College World Series too. Oh, yeah. So, well, they gonna come down, they down, coming down there too. So I don't need nobody pulling up and seeing 20 people standing outside Cause I would be like, I don't know if I want to go in. Yeah. So it's all about respect. We want to show that it ain't no fear. Just come down, have a good time, eat, buy some products, run into some. I saw some people last year. They was down here and they was like, no, I ain't seen this person in ten years. And they was taking pictures with each other and all that. It was just, it was a great time last year. So I wanted to be like that again this year. I know there's gonna be a lot of people there. So get there early, get your parking spot, come in, get your food, and just have a good time. Like I said. And to hit on what you were just saying, I think the problem with the taste of Omaha and a lot of other stuff that goes on is mixed crowds and the problem with people don't know how to provide opportunity to the youth at those hours. And and you, you funnel them all to one thing, what do you think is going to happen? And, and that's the biggest issue. It's, it's like, yeah. That if that's the one fun thing to do, you gotta expect that. But that means you should you should respond in that way. Like you know a crowd gonna be there, you know kids gonna be there, these teenagers, what else is this going to do in Omar? That's the problem. Yeah, but they just gotta have a respect though. Yeah. Because when you tell a teenager now, hey man, you can't do that, then they wanna talk back right away. Yeah. So uh, then then that's where the discomfort comes because me I'm gonna say I'm gonna look at you like, man, I didn't even come at you that way. Yeah. But then if they keep coming back at you that way, then it comes an argument because now I'm gonna let you know I'm a man first, no matter what. So it's a respect factor. Then also you're right, it needs to be something for them to do also. But like I said, my event ain't there to hang out and just sit down. You there to eat and buy. Yeah. Now next year when we add more stuff to it, then you can, you know, it'll be other opportunities for them. But right now. It is what it is, and down there, it is what it is too. Like if you down there and you ain't got no money, you really shouldn't be down there. You know, I feel like they should come with their parents. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's business. It is, and we we gotta do better. 
So we, we, we cannot allow that type of behavior to take place because the minute that happens, they will shut it down. Exactly. Uh, they're looking for a reason to shut it down. To shut it down. You know, so oh. it has to be run like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's about fitness. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and safety. Mm -hmm. They throw that public safety out there all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And so we, we got to be cognizant of that. So we, we got to be better. But uh, I want to make sure that I don't forget 95.7 and false. I don't know what happened with my guy, but uh, he's doing some wonderful things there yeah. with 95.7. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. he's, he's really giving the community a voice. Not only here, but in Council Bluffs and our West as well. Yeah. Um, with the media, we gotta have a voice. We gotta have a place that we can go in and, and make sure that we tell our story our way. And uh, so I just wanna give a big, big shout out to 95.7 and all, all the stuff that he's doing. He's doing a big event on June 16th for Father's Day. I'm definitely gonna be in the house out at uh, the Rock and River. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll give a big plug to him. Also Juneteenth, uh, Ms. Patsy Stewart, they're doing a, uh, a big celebration for veterans and doing the, the flag raising, yeah. raising at Charlie Washington Library. So June 14th, come out and support uh, Patsy Stewart if you are a veteran or are you a, a relative of a veteran. We really want to make sure that we, uh, we showcase and give honor to veterans. I got my boy Nate, and I'm a, I'm a veteran as well. We Marines. Woo, y'all. Woo, y'all. So you know how we do it. So we just want to give a plug to all the veterans, my son, in the military, did two tours over the over Afghanistan. Uh, so I love you and I know you're watching. So, um, anything else you guys want to say or you want, want, want to do? Um, before we get out, I just want to highlight the summer camp a, a little more. Roger didn't really go deep into it. I know you might talk about it, but yes, we have a lot of individuals that came through Roger, came through the Edison Center, and came through all those summer camps and, and went to college. and is arguing for amazing things, but I think as far as when you look at the team, probably one of the best wrestling programs in the country. Not, and really, honestly speaking, the country. Yeah. And, and I don't think it gets highlighted enough. We got kids that are ranked wrestler wrestler of the year. Every Ray year. Ray one. We got kids that wrestle on the world team, USA world team, Olympics, and it, it, it's a shame that it don't get, get what it's supposed to get because it's grassroots and we're on the ground and we're working every day to fight for these kids and so many other organizations and programs aren't really looking at them. These are the kids that are being left out. These are the parents that aren't being talked to. Like, a, like when we were talking about the little, the little guy earlier, Ain't nobody reaching out to his mom to make sure that he be okay. They looking at him and he's going to be another statistic in five years. Therefore, the future looks bad. And that's the problem. But Roger's there to, Roger and the other individuals are there to make them, those kids okay. And, and I mentioned that earlier. You know, Roger, you're, you're humble. <laughs> you don't like, you don't really like, you know, really pack your chest. But if you don't pack your chest, See, this is one thing with me. I feel like God just blessed me, you know what I mean? Because I prefer him to get that credibility from even the hard work that I do for my other kids to get that, you know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm blessed, you know what I mean? Because I was put in a situation 
swear, I really don't fear no man but God, but when Joe passed, man, I was in a frantic state. They thought I went crazy, because I was working them so hard, I didn't want them to fail. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I don't believe in nobody failing. So, that put me where, as a man, I came to where I gotta succeed. You know what I mean? I try to save every kid, but you can't save every kid. But if I know I put forth the effort and the parents believe in me, man, that kid's gonna be successful. Passion is, passion is something that you can't put a, a dollar to, a dollar to. <laughs> you know, no, you can't no. really can't. Because, uh, you know, I know for a fact that I spent a lot of my own money in my in my nonprofit because I know that I'm touching lives. Yeah. And um, I know some people may not like me because of some of the things I say and do. And I'm fine with that at the end of the day. But I don't I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about my community and my hood. Yeah. So many people come to me and say, hey brother, I need this, I need that. And the sad part is that we have agencies outside of Mother Mark mm-hmm. who's getting huge amount of money for getting credit for the work that we're doing on the day. Yeah, but this is, this is one thing that really hurt my heart. Now, they got this Beat the Streets program that's going on in New York and all this stuff, but Joe Edmondson is the one that found that. And these people is using, in which I was trying to get his wife to step up to like, but she like, MS and all kind of stuff. But it's these people, I ain't gonna say what color it is. <laughs> but they using this man's thing that he put out, they making billions of dollars. Like right now they do this thing at, in New York, that beat the street thing. Yeah, in Madison Square Garden, where they making billions of dollars. And I know this man is turning over in his grave because he the one start that and put that out. I got the paperwork and everything on that. You know what I mean? But I feel like God oversees everything and everything gonna always come full circle eventually. You know what I mean? But me, it ain't about the money to me. It's about seeing him succeed, going to get his doctor's degree, getting his master's. That's when I go to his graduation, that's overwhelming me. Seeing me graduate. Now this one of my kids, his dad got killed in front of him when he was five years old. So I made his mom take him away from our program for two years because it was always down at the Edmondson Center. And then what he didn't did, man, I'm so happy. Stuff like that pleases me, you know what I mean? The money has come, because I feel like what I'm doing, I ain't gonna make no princess money. Mm-hmm. But as long as I see somebody succeed, that's a blessing to me. Yeah, so that was, He's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Already know. <laughs> he <laughs> might be the next black president. Man, dude, you better answer that. But um, <laughs> if he don't, you is. Oh no, I don't get into politics, man. <laughs> that's, that's 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 a game that I, I don't want to take no part of. Because unless you got your own money, you don't control it one way or the other. Yeah, and you gotta so, have that money. 
Donald Trump. Yeah. Hey, that's what got that's what got it. That's what got it. That's what got it. That's what got it. I don't need to do it. I'm gonna say what I wanna say. Yeah, I don't want to feel me. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Well, but I wanna make sure that uh, you guys close to uh, uh, again, I wanna thank you so much for really picking up the mantle for that. Uh, I think it's a powerful thing to really showcase not only North Omaha, but the different types of businesses various type of businesses that, that we have here that we can bring collectively to be able to do composite things. So you want to do work, bud? Yeah, I wanna say something about Willie. He just got this big award. He probably ain't mentioning he's talking about me being humble, but he just got this big award and I wanna say good job Willie. And I like what you and Pharrell doing. This is a good thing there for our community, man. Yeah, you know, I, this is stuff like this. So, like, I've been, I had a show on William Penn, you know, before it was a gospel show, and, you know, I help other people that got the show. But these are the things that need to be showcased yeah. and put out so people can, it can touch the masses. Because it's one thing if you got 20 followers, you know, 20 people on Facebook, but 2,000 followers is going to make people listen. Yeah. They're going to recognize, then they might have to see what you're doing. Because even like, and I'll say this and I'll close, last year, my event, when it was small, I had nobody messing with me. <laughs> the day that my flyer and everything got seared like over 2,000 times, it didn't, it just got too big. So then, the health department, I'm friends with them now, call, they didn't call me and say, this is what you need to do. They waited till the day before at 3.30 and went to Hopescape. Whoa. And because I'm cool with the people at Hopescape, they called me. It was like, they just left here and said, you need this, and I don't know why, because we didn't have all these different events down here, blah, 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 blah. I called the health department. They was acting like they didn't know what, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, uh. So then when I finally talked to the guy, he told me, and I was like, you know, that's no problem, but y'all knew about this way before today. Yeah, last minute. But it made me realize, stay on your P's and Q's. Go to them if you don't, even if you don't trust, don't trust another person that ain't never, you know, oh no, you'll be all right. Because yeah. then you ain't gonna be all right. So with everything being done and being said, I, I support, I support, I try to support everybody. And I'm appreciative of all the support that I get, all the love that I'm giving, but it's all my team, my family that stand behind me push me going forward. Like I said, I had a, my daughter just graduated from North, Northwest High School and she got a full ride scholarship, you know, to any school she want to go to in Nebraska with the buckets. And like I'm probably telling her is, don't stop here. Keep going, right. keep striving. And that's why I love to see stuff like where I see people growing and doing this because it shows you, you got to keep moving. Oh, yeah. And everybody's going to be successful. Like me, I try to, I do my best to try to keep God first. Because before I even brought it out to everybody, I gotta pray over it, I gotta make sure it's right and do what I gotta do the right way, the right way and make it happen. So I appreciate you, you know, for letting me come in here and talk about it. You know, for all the people that wanna know, like I said, you can come down there June 15th, Hope State, 2220 North 20th Street, be down there, you want to get there early and get you a chair and sit out, you can do that too. 
why last year we had over 500 people that came in the building. So I, we're predicting over 2,000 this year. So you gotta get there early. Get there early. I tell you, last year people came rolling in about five o'clock, and all my vendors was packing up. Did nobody take no food home last year? All my people that sold merchandise, they made money. Everybody was happy when they left out of there. They closed up shop an hour early. Well, the food people had to. I had one vendor sold out an hour. Wow. All the food? All her food gone in an hour. That must have been a big amount. No. Well, she told you, but she had this ice cream last year. Oh. She's going to be there this year, too, with some great food, too. But she had ice cream. They were over there lighting fire from her ice cream. <laughs> so, like I said, it's great home cooked meals that's going to be here. It ain't none of that fast processed, you know, yeah, that's food. What I don't like, man. You're going to get your home cooked meal. You can buy you a sample of something. Buy something for a sample or buy a whole dinner if you want to. You, know, you can do it either way it go. So, just like I said, come down. If you don't make it, I'm not going to be mad at you. You the one really missed out on it. <laughs> so, I can't be mad at you for missing out. Uh, Big Mama's uh, coming up Wednesday. We have Big Money Urban Farms. We'll be there. Uh, we, are, we have a co food co-op, and we are living in a food desert area, and we are trying to get a farmer to come into our tomorrow. We really have like, a market, I think, out over in uh, a garden. Oh, okay. Right, so uh, we want to be able to uh, really learn from Big Money, as well as the permaculture. Uh, they actually have nine acres in the hood. And so they're doing some phenomenal work with growing farms, actually going to have some uh, Big Mama and others come out and do some cooking, healthy cooking um, as well. So um, come out, 12 to 1. This Wednesday with Big Money and Brick. Definitely. Before y'all get out, just give everyone your contact information how they can reach y'all. All right. You can reach me at... Uh, Area code 402-359-3289. Or you can look me up on Facebook, Ready RP, Wrestling National Team. And usually stuff be posted on there every day. And that's about it. You can find me on Facebook. Like I said, Malcolm Filler. Uh, my flyer is my profile picture, so you can't even miss that. So there's a few of us out there. I don't know who these other Malcolms is, but... <laughs> my, my profile picture is the flyer of the event. Um, like I said, you can email me. All that is on my website at thetakenorthomaha.com. So anytime you want to reach me. Like I said, this year, if you don't want to, you can't make it be a vendor this year, it's fine. We know you missed the deadline, but it will be a next year. So we, we ain't stopping until Take Omaha stops. That's all we're going to do. Oh, <laughs> I ain't never leaving North Omaha. <laughs> Oh, he's just started coming. <laughs> 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 Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. I did not say about my meal. Yeah, I'm scared too, Terrell.